It's Monday, and this is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Anthony O'Neill. Victoria is in Louisville, Kentucky to start off today. Hi, Victoria. How can we help? Hi, guys. Thanks so much for taking my call. Um, I have uh, just really complicated situation. I'm going to try to distill down to make the most of this call, but potential separation coming up um, with my husband. He's active duty military and he makes a good living and I um, work part-time and homeschool and uh, just facing just if we were to, you know, um, separate that, you know, we've been making great traction together and besides all the emotional stuff and everything, but I've got him on board with, with, you know, Dave Ramsey and Chris Hogan, and, and we've been paying down all, almost $50,000 of debt in the past three years, and basically I'll go down to just making probably bill money, you know, and I'm just wondering how I can prepare for that. And we talked about maybe staying together just for a financial thing, but, like, not being, you know, he would be a geographical bachelor. I wouldn't PCS with him anymore. So, um just wondering what your advice might be on on that. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you guys are facing this. Um, I I would, number one, if, if you're facing something this serious, you need to get a pro in your corner. And that means you guys need to be sitting down with a a good, strong marriage counselor who can coach you guys through how to make good, wise decisions. Um, I didn't hear anything just from a common sense perspective, healthy about you guys staying, uh, married just for financial purposes. That's weird. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah. That just sounds weird. That's just a guy talking. I'm not a professional, but I mean, it's just, just sounds weird. So, um, we, we still love, we love each other. It's just, he's, um, kind of like, there's so many good things. But um, he's decided to um, change genders. Mm. So I would love to say, you know, hey, let's be friends for the rest of our lives that are married. But that just seems weird, right? Yeah. 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 Staying married in that situation is going to be very strange. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I think someone coaching you, a good counselor, can coach you through how to set some, you know, processes and boundaries in place to... um, you know, to create a timeline. And then um, even though this sounds, um, yeah, you said all the emotions are there, but it also sounds like you guys are uh, just talking about this all still uh, in terms of uh, you, you've got a good dialogue going, it sounds like. So that's good. Yeah. But I, I, yeah. But, a, but a div- even in that good situation, as, in as good a situation as it can be in a bad situation, you um, – you, you still, once you decide to divorce, the transaction changes to a business transaction. Right. And so, and it doesn't mean you have to be mean to someone because it's a business transaction, but you have to be thorough and you have to think through the math. Yeah. Uh, like, for instance, he has an income and you don't. Uh, how much debt is left? Whose name is on the debt? Is there a house involved? Uh you know, all these kinds of things start to be a business transaction that have to be done on the very, very clear boundaries. We see this a lot. We really do. And Victoria, one thing I want to suggest, and and by no may 
by no way am I saying I'm, I'm a marriage therapist, but at the same time, uh, let's not prolong it. You know, let's have a honest conversation like Dave said, are we going to do this? Or are we not? And once you decide what you're going to do, then y'all need to go down that path with the right counsel. One thing I, I have seen is a lot of people prolong this situation out and then it gets worse and it gets worse down the road. Mm-hmm. So have the conversation, decide what you're going to do. And once you get there, immediately uh, seek out wise counsel to walk you all through this step. But I got to say, awesome job with at least being um, kind to each other in the midst of this process. Yeah. So in other words, if if your name is on a debt and he is obligated to pay it in the divorce decree and does not, they do not come after him. Mm-hmm. The divorce decree does not remove you from liability. You're still liable for that debt. That's what I mean by a business transaction. You've got to sit down and think about those kinds of things so that these debts get anything's got your name on it gets cleared. The second thing you've got to do is you got to get in Ken Coleman's materials because you're going to have to develop a career track. Yeah. Uh, part-time and, and stay-at-home mom is not on your not in your future anymore. Yeah, uh, you're now a single mom, divorced, and so what are you going to do with your life? And what's your career look like? What's your job look like? And you know you got to get on that really fast because you're going to need an income. Yes, you're going to get child support. Yes, you may get some alimony. Yeah. Yes, he may pick up a lot of the bills, but you've still got to create a full-time income in this situation to exist. And Dave, correct me if I'm wrong, but now that that child becomes her number one priority, it's no longer him. Sure. Yeah. No, so, I mean, that would be ob- yeah. obvious, but yeah, I just wondered. It was, um, th- that is the way it has to go. You yeah. know, it has to be that way. So, hey, thank you for calling. I'm sorry you guys are facing this. Open phones at 888-825-5225. One of the things that I see, Anthony, that uh, divorce attorneys make a huge mistake on quite often is, um, or couples do, and the divorce attorneys allow it to happen, just as a matter of transaction, is... You know, say a typical case study might be husband leaves the household. Okay. They get divorced. Mom is left with the house Mm -hmm. and most of the time has a lesser income. Mm -hmm. It's not a statement of that's what she deserves. It's a statement of fact. Right. Okay. Most of the time she has a lesser income and can't afford the house payment. Right. But is trying to hold on to the house to, to keep it stable for the kids. And the house should have just been sold. Yes and get the bill off of her she does not need that bill to go with her new her new level of responsibility financially that she's got to pick up now Uh, that's thing one thing two is from a husband's perspective the lawyer tells him in that case in the case where he's leaving the house to her to quit claim the house over to her Hmm. give up his ownership Mm -hmm. and they never address the fact that he's still on the mortgage (laughs) right and so he's liable on the mortgage. So he gave up the asset and kept the liability. Yes. And then he goes to buy another house someday. And he can't. And he can't because he already owns a house. Yes. As far as the debt goes. Yeah. He's already in debt on that other house. He's not been released from liability. So in that case, I would, you know, if I were going through that, I would require that the house either be sold uh, or Refined. refinanced mm-hmm. and gotten out of his name. Yes. Uh, in In that case to protect him and let him go on with his life and here's a hint if she can't afford to refinance it that means she can't afford to keep it then she needs to sell it that's right and that's that's what you're facing it's a it's a harsh thing that occurs in a horrible situation but there's a reality to this math and it catches up with people sometimes three years later and they get a double whammy from the divorce 
Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. 